Live from uh, Lifestyle Home Garden, it is a coming on Cliff Central, a special edition. We've been hanging out all day here at uh, Lifestyle Home Garden and uh, finding out a little bit more about the place. Uh, incredible what you can get up to here at uh, Lifestyle Home Garden. Uh, and in a little bit, we're going to touch base with uh, a very good friend of the center. Uh, of course, that's Jam. Jam are focused on ending the devastating effects of hunger in Africa. They do unbelievable work providing millions of nutritious meals each year to hungry children through their uh, nutritional school feeding program. Uh, an unbelievable organization doing incredible work, so it's no surprise that a Lifestyle Home Garden supports Jam SA. Um, and they do this through the sale of uh, the annual garden guide during the Lifestyle Garden Design Show. Um, and they also have a monthly Red Bull special where they donate two rand for every of that certain plant sold to uh, Jam SA, uh, and they rotate the uh, plant on a monthly basis. So they're super passionate about giving back and supporting unbelievable organizations such as Jam. So in a little bit, we're going to touch base with some uh, people from Jam SA to find out some more about uh, what they do, how lifestyle is involved, and how you can get involved as well. Uh, you don't just have to be in December to like want to give back and make the world a better place. You can do that 365 days a year. So uh, if you're curious about Jam and you're curious about the amazing work that the Lifestyle Home Garden are doing with them. Stick around. That conversation is live next. Cliffcentral.com Coming on Cliff Central, and uh, we're tiptoeing around Lifestyle Home Garden today. Uh, and uh, there's a cause that Lifestyle Home Garden are incredibly passionate about, and that cause is a Jam South Africa. Jam, uh, as you may or may not know, um, are incredibly passionate and focused on uh, ending the devastating effects of hunger in Africa. Uh, and they really do. They provide millions of nutritious meals every year to hungry children through the uh, Nutritional School Feeding Program. Joining us now to tell us a little bit more about uh, what Jam do, how you can get involved, how Lifestyle involved uh, is the managing director of Jam South Africa, David Brown, who was in Sierra Leone just like a couple of hours ago, right? Is that right? That's correct, Ari. I was up there working with the government of Sierra Leone on their school feeding program, which is a really integrated program of uh, setting up farms, commercial farms to grow the food, plus factories to process the food and then distributing into all of the schools to feed somewhere around one and a half million primary school children in Sierra Leone. Huh. I mean, it's unbelievable. I mean, you say it's sort of blasé, like you could be telling me about the day you had yesterday and your experience like at a shopping center. Um, but what you're saying has such incredible gravit- gravitas and such incredible implication for the people that you're helping as the organization. What would you say sits at the core of what uh, JAM are trying to do in the world and how they're trying to uplift people? Ari, one of the biggest uh, detractors, if you like, uh, or obstacles to education in Africa is the nutritional status of the children. So let me bring it right back to home. In South Africa, only 23% of preschoolers receive adequate nutrition. Wow. That means one in three out of four preschool children are not getting enough food. They're yeah. undernourished. Huh. And then to take that statistic even worse, about 26% of preschool children are what is called stunted. And that means that they've been deprived of food, have had inadequate nutrition for long enough for that their brains have not developed properly, their bodies have not developed properly. They can go into the best education system in the world. They mm. can go into the best education in- infrastructure with the best teaching. Their brains have not developed for them to be able to have the cognitive skills, the memory skills, to be able to actually learn and develop. And so we're fighting that. We are saying we have to make a difference. Children deserve a better future. And we need to address the nutritional issue 
in, and in South Africa in preschool children so that they can have a better future. They can be adequately prepared to go into the schooling system in grade mm. one with the right level of numeracy, literacy and ability to actually thrive in the educational system. What's really popping to mind as you speak is the idea of symptom versus cause. Um, and certainly the cause of many social issues that we face now and will continue to face in the future would, I would imagine, be very much linked to the fact that we're living in a country where 23% of preschoolers um, are getting the nutrition that they need versus the others. Um, so, so tell me for a second around how you go about the business of, you know, really educating people around the work that you do um, and kind of bringing bringing everybody on board and cutting through sort of, you know, the other uh, different programs that exist in terms of the different social causes that we face as a country. Yeah. Ari, I think there's a growing uh, wave almost to the importance of early childhood development. In fact, our new president the other day in the State of the Nation address, well, that's one of the things he emphasized was the need for really good early childhood education. And so we're seeing that that wave happening not only in South Africa but here. So there's an increasing public awareness of how important it is. Then we're really fortunate. We have some incredible partners like Lifestyle Home Garden Centre, who are supporting us, and through that we get publicity. We can publicize these issues, the statistics of hunger, the issues, but also to us really important areas, being able to show that there is a better way, Mm. there is a different way, it can be addressed. And so in South Africa, we provide preschool children with a highly nutritious bowl of super cereal every day for 50 rand a month. So that's what it costs us, uh, 600 rand a year. So you take that back to in a month, 50 rand a month, that's two cappuccinos. Yeah, I mean, it's That's insane. one takeaway. Yeah, it's meal. crazy. It's incredible. It's crazy. And we're going to speak about in a second uh, how lifestyle are involved and how people can get involved. But tell me what it is that kind of keeps you pushing on through this cause. I mean, you were running through your schedule. You're in Sierra Leone one day. You're going to be in Nairobi real soon. You're going to be in Plettenberg real soon as well. Um, what is it that uh, you, just as an individual, um, have kind of, you know, what's gravitated you towards this cause to such an extent? Because this is your life. This is your 24 hours of every single day um, is figuring out a solution to the problem that we face. Ari, a major thing is this morning we were at the handover party, as we call it, of a makeover of an early childhood development center in Boxburg on the East Rand. And to see the community reaction, to see the children's reaction when they come into that newly renovated early childhood development center. Children coming to a center where they want to go there every day. They want to be there every day. They're going to have an incredible enthusiasm. So that's one, just to see the impact. Then other impacts of actually going to centers and hearing from parents, hearing from teachers, and seeing how children's health have improved as a result of good nutrition. I was in the center a while back, and the, the mama, the owner of the center, actually immediately arrived there, brought a young boy and said, have a, look at it, have a look at this. Look at this child. You can see on his scalp there are still some scars. She said, seven weeks ago those were open sores as a result of undernutrition and malnutrition. And so those are the things that just keep us going, to see that we're having an impact, we're making a change. We've recently been tracking down some some children who are now well into primary school but were fed by us in in preschools years back. 
and just seeing the impact, hearing from their teachers how those children are thriving, hearing from their parents. That's what keeps us going, just seeing that difference that we make one child at a time. What an incredible thing to do every single day. Um, and kind of, yeah, I mean, I would imagine your job has extensive meaning um, because you really never know. And now you're catching up with some of those young people that have had the benefit of having jam in their lives. Um, you don't know necessarily that could be the next uh, Elon Musk, that could be the next Mark Zuckerberg. You just never know whose life you're going to impact. What are you finding are some of the challenges that you're facing in terms of growing the organization to meet the astronomical demand that there is for the work that you do? Yeah, we, we're currently feeding just over 110,000 children every day. Wow. The, the need is 2 million. Wow. So we're just scratching the surface. And so our greatest shortage that we have is funding, is uh, because the more funding we have, the more places that we can reach. And so that's, that is the major obstacle. We find we work very closely with communities. We work with government departments, departments of social development, Department mm. of Health, uh, local and national bases. And we get massive cooperation with them. We align ourselves to what they're trying to achieve. But the, the, the massive shortage at the moment is funding. Mm. And in a little bit, we're going to find out uh, how JAM are working with the Lifestyle Home Garden because they're doing some incredible work together. And certainly Lifestyle are massively passionate about this cause, which we now, just from having listened to David speak, are incredibly passionate about as well and want to see take from 110,000 to the need, to the million, to the eventual sort of two million, um, because you don't know the impact that you can have when you give a young person an actual fighting chance at really becoming truly successful in life um, and becoming becoming something. So uh, we're going to find out on the other side of this from Managing Director at Jam South Africa, David Brown, a little bit more about this. He's no stranger to ClipCentral.com. He's uh, hung out regularly with uh, Brent Lindicue. It's no surprise when you came in and you said Brent's involved, because this is what Brent does on the good stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so uh, more with David on the other side of this, finding out how Lifestyle Home Garden are uh, helping people out uh, through their work with Jam South Africa, and also finding out how you directly can uh, help out Jam South Africa. It's all on the way. CliffCentral.com uh, we are talking to uh, the managing director of Jam South Africa, David Brown, uh, who's just doing the most incredible life's work. I almost, you know, when I was speaking to someone like you, and then, you know what it does is, what you're doing is so incredible. You're speaking about, you know, feeding 110,000 kids in South Africa every single day and just doing unbelievable work. And then I'm like, it kind of makes your own day pale in comparison. Like, oh, that was a bad meeting, or this was good, or that was bad. Because this work that you're doing um, just has so much meaning because it's so tied to uplifting other people. And really, in a very sort of non-cheesy way, like making the world a better place. Uh, and it's really cool to be here at Lifestyle Home Garden because uh, they obviously identify with that cause and with the work that you're doing um, and have uh, come on board as a collaborator. What does this collaboration uh, look like, David? Okay, what Lifestyle Home Garden have done, and they identified us as, as somebody they wanted to work with a couple of years ago. They every year run a garden show. So they have a landscape school of garden attached to the center, mm. and the students every year design some gardens. And for the garden show, they then do a garden guide, which contains all of the designs of those gardens, but also a whole lot of other gardening tips and advice and so on. And they sell, and let's call it sell that garden guide. 50 rand for the garden guide, the full proceeds go towards feeding children. So every garden guide that some a member of the public buys 
their full 50 rand feeds a child for a month. And so that's an incredibly generous thing that, that Lifestyle have done. It puts us on the map. It publicizes us. Uh, we are at the center. We have volunteers who come in and help us. And they walk around the show and are here with the garden guides offering mm. them to the public. Mm. And it really appeals to the public as well in that they know that whole 50 rand yeah. is all going to children. Yeah. You know, you said it's, uh, I'm, I'm in the really privileged position of doing this all day, every day, seeing the impact of it as well. But we have so many people, such as Lifestyle uh, Home Garden, who are partners with us and in whatever they're doing can have a major impact as mm -hmm. well. They don't have to be doing this full time yeah. to have that impact. Uh, it's an unbelievable collaboration, and uh, I think we'll even touch on it a little bit uh, further on when we speak with some of the people out here at Lifestyle and find out from them why they're so passionate about the cause. Um, but, David, I really want to kind of, I mean, it, you were telling me about the, sort of your very corporate background a little earlier on and how you've made the shift now into this work that you're doing. On a sort of very macro, where is the world at kind of level, what do you think is the importance of people having a stronger sense of not just their lives but the lives of others and what role they can play in uplifting other people and what is it unlocked within you that perhaps corporate maybe had dulled your senses a little bit on yeah. Ari, I think I've really come to the conclusion after doing this full time for the last nine years yeah. and that is that we do an enormous amount for the beneficiaries for the children that we feed for the lives in communities that we impact upon but I also believe that we have a massive impact on our supporters, on our donors. Mm -hmm. um, so, for example, we have an organization they, for uh, their, what's a B-cubed, E-squared, BBE uh, scorecard yeah, yeah. needed to make contributions and uh, funds. They donated to us. We invited them to come and have a look at what we were doing. Mm. The owner of the organization now says that his organization exists to be able to impact upon wow. the nutrition and education of children. Hmm. It's given him a completely different aspect to his organization. Hmm. And I mean, research in organizations has shown to build really strong loyalty, you need to focus on customer loyalty, employee loyalty, investor loyalty, all of those loyalties. But an organization that is a, a responsible social citizen who's, hmm. who are making a contribution that has a massive impact on the morale of the employees, that they see that this organization exists way beyond just the bottom line, the yeah. profit that has to be made, but really want to be responsible citizens and make an impact on the environment around them and the people around them. Well, I love that you're speaking about this um, and sort of what a bottom line looks like for a company because I feel like there's a lot of lip service um, from a legislation perspective, whatever it is that's paid to the triple bottom line or whatever the terminology right. around it is now. Uh, but certainly it is something to, to really consider and it's great that you sort of picked up on it and described, you know, if people feel like they're part of a company that's doing more than just uh, making money and losing money, hopefully more making money, um, it takes that level of commitment a little higher. Uh, 
And it's great, I guess, to even have this conversation in the context of the fact that there's a renewed energy in South Africa at the moment um, and certainly a renewed energy in the business sector. Uh, and it would be great, I think, for more corporates to get on board with uh, Jam South Africa. If you are not a corporate, though, and you're just average Joe and you're still trying to convince your CEO that he needs to be spending more time with Jam South Africa, but you got to show the CEO what they do and you want to get involved, um, how does the everyday person kind of do more uh, with Jam South Africa and find out a little bit more? about the organization and what role they could potentially have to play. Okay. Uh, anybody can go onto our website. So the website is jamsa.co.za, and on that website is a lot of information about how people can get involved. And we really say that breaks down into three areas. The one area, and the very obvious first one, is share your wallet. Mm. What is in your wallet that you can take out and actually help children? But then also sharing your time. And that is getting more involved, actually looking at how one can go and read to children so that they really can improve their, 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 their literacy through that. Go and spend time actually improving the centers that they're working on. So that's volunteer work, sharing the time. The other is to share the networks. Mm. And so that is who else do you know that you can involve? So, you know, I'll use my wife as an example. She uh, never ever wanted to invite people to celebrate her birthday with her because she felt that they would be obligated to buy her a present. Hmm. And she didn't want that. After we got involved with Jam, she said, I'm going to have a Red Bull birthday party. Now, let me put it into context. Every child we feed, we feed out of a Red Bull. And so that's become an icon of our organization. So what my wife did is to invite a whole lot of friends around for her birthday party, for a Red Bull birthday party, and she challenged them to feed children. Wow. So instead of giving her a present, they, if you like, gave her a present in terms of feeding children. Wow. It was extremely successful. In fact, some of her friends said, won't you help me put on a Red Bull birthday party for myself as well? And also had others saying, I'm going to somebody's birthday party. I can't think of a better gift than feeding a child in their name. Mm. Hmm. So that's a way that people can get involved. Just any activity. Very Having cool. a dinner party and challenging guests yeah. at the dinner party. What about, we've had a great dinner party together now. What about each of us feeding a child for a month? And this is the thing is that I don't think it's, uh, people often think that giving back is maybe a very complicated thing and extensive thought and work and time and effort has to go into it. But it can be something as simple as, and I hate my birthday for one, so I'm glad that you've given me another idea for a birthday as well. And I know a lot of people don't dig their birthdays. Uh, so yeah, it is just about thinking about it in a different context. And certainly the work is there. There's two million young people that have to be fed. So that number is yep. not going to change. The only thing that can uh, change is uh, us and how we play our role in that. And and certainly uh, funnel our role through uh, Jam South Africa. David, it's been very, very cool hanging out. I want you to leave me with one final power line, almost challenge to um, anyone who's hanging out right now in terms of, you know, just going above and beyond thinking of oneself. Okay. Let, let me put it in, a, in something that I said earlier, Ari, and that is children deserve a better future. I'd like to challenge every listener to become part of giving children a better future.
It's a beautiful message. Uh, the website is www.jamsa.co.za. In a bit, we're going to find out how Lifestyle are supporting uh, Jam South Africa. But uh, that there is the managing director of Jam SA, David Brown, who's off to Nairobi real soon and just uh, all around the all around the continent, um, improving the lives of young people. Uh, David, thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Ari, and thank you to all your listeners. Kelman on CliffCentral.com.